0: This is Tony, and this is Andy, and this is
1: the Hola, fucker, what's up?
0: Hey, happy uh, week. I mean, well, it's Monday for us, but you guys will be hearing this on Thursday, so. Time um, travel. So, yes, you will be traveling back to the past. Yeah, it's, it was a good weekend. I don't know about you, but I had a good weekend. I got to kayak, I got to play some disc golf, I did some yard work, Not that that's ever fun. And I uh, cleaned the house pretty good because uh, we're supposed to have some people over to play uh, Dungeons and Dragons. But no, well, only um, Neil and Michelle showed up. But we had a good time. And then we sat on the porch and had a drink in our goblets. Nice. Not with our goblets, not in our goblets. Drinks in our goblets, whatever. She got goblets made, her and Neil got goblets made for us. Um, everyone who is who plays D and D, and so like I don't know what yours looks like, but mine is this cool. Like there's like four K, four uh, faces of cats on the cup. And it has this very cool like I don't know, it's a Celtic design or whatever, but it's it's really cool. And um, maybe well, uh, you know what? I I have a picture of it. I'll, t- I'll post the picture to our Instagram page, which we have an Instagram page for those people who uh, don't know. You know, at us. Yeah. Add, you know, that.
1: Yinz.inat.
0: Yes, yins.nat Because we worked on Nat since, it was like 2005. So we, we've had this. I, I know we're not the only people who ever think of Nat, but you know, we did this for a while. So so yeah, um, so I did that and uh, that was about it. Uh, how about you?
1: My goblet is a pirate goblet. It's got a skull and crossbones on a couple of different sides and it looks like pirate ship decking around it. So I was really happy about that. I, I didn't get to open up on screen because we just kind of dove in with the technical problems again, oh, yeah. trying to get everybody synced up and on camera and audible without all of the crazy feedback that was going on. But I did. Uh, that had been delivered last month and Michelle asked me to not open it up until <laughs> everybody was here so we could all see what was going on. And then it, everybody just didn't pay attention anyway. So, But I have that, and it's awesome, and I love it, and I have just the perfect types of rum to go in it. Other than that, uh, my weekend has been one gigantic shit show, one thing after another, not a whole lot of pull time because it's basically been raining when I decide to go out. It's wonderful, like you throw on the sunscreen, and you walk outside, and it starts drizzling, and you're like, fuck you, clouds. And my microphone that I ordered disappeared. They claim that it was delivered last night at 10 o'clock at night there are no delivery drivers that are delivering anything at 10 o'clock at night. But there was nothing there then, there was nothing there this morning, and there's still nothing there today. So this is like my microphone, the cabling, the interface, the headset, like the bulk of my electronics are not there. What I do have though, is the microphone stand, because that's very fucking useful at the moment.
0: Well, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, you can set it up on your desk and pretend to talk into a mic.
1: Yeah. Well, this is the, the big, like, giant boom mic stand. So yeah. once I get uh, the closet set up, with, uh, I, I went out and I did buy moving blankets because they're supposedly very, very good for sound suppression so that the room doesn't sound boxy. So once I hang all that stuff up, I'll be able to move my microphone stand, stands microphone in there and just make sure that everything has enough movement so I can stand in there and talk and all that fun shit. But yeah, no microphone, no headset, uh, no interface, no cabling. And on top of it all, today, as I called the company and told them nothing was delivered, they said they would get back to me. And nobody has. Nobody has. Because T-Mobile has a giant network outage today so they may have been trying to call me all day and nobody can get through it because i have t-mobile and everything's down yeah it's been just one big kick in the nads after another
0: i i haven't noticed any issues but then again i don't really talk to anybody i really wasn't on my phone today at all so i didn't notice anything until we tried to get together and do this but while we were kind of on the subject like what microphone did you end up going with i
1: went with the neat King Bee.
0: What made you choose that one?
1: So there are a significant number of uh, reviews that are out there on YouTube done by folks that I really respect and kind of see their body of work. Mike Delgadio is one of them. He does Booth Junkie. That's his YouTube channel. And he goes through and talks about a whole lot of voiceover acting stuff. You know, he has tutorials. Here is a walk-in closet that he soundproofed to make a voiceover silence room. He does a lot of reviews with some very, very expensive microphones. The neat King B seems to uh, hold its own. And it had a lot of the other kind of peripherals that came with it, like the pop filter, the shock mount, a bunch of stuff that you would otherwise have to purchase
0: separately. Sounds like it's a, it's a great microphone. I ended up going with the uh, blackout Yeti from blue. Yeah. From blue. Um, Yeah. I ended up going with that because um, it was on sale. (laughs) I did so much research. Let me tell you. Um, (laughs) No, I, I did do some research, uh, but I mean, I, I wasn't trying to get into anything like all that expensive. I know that the Yeti brand, those models or whatever, they've been highly recommended for podcasters, streamers, whatever. I'm not necessarily looking in to get into voice acting. I mean, yeah, I would like to do it, but it's not something that I'm like actively trying to do like you are. So, But yeah, so my setup would be I have the Blackout Yeti uh, microphone and I'm going through my iPad Pro. You're you have a you going through a laptop a desktop?
1: Uh, most likely going to be recording into Audacity on my laptop, but um, okay. the King B is an XLR, not a USB. So I've got to run it through an interface before it gets there because it needs the extra phantom power. And yeah. so I got the Scarlet Right Solo. That's another thing it very, very highly recommended by some of the industry pros that say this is a really, really good one to start with. And to be honest, it's very unlikely that you will need to upgrade until you are very, very far in your career anyway. That's one of those, I get this, learn the trade, understand how it works, get some familiarity with it. And should that bridge show up, I'll deal with it and cross it then.
0: Yeah. I always wanted to get into more recording. I know like back in the day when we were in our bands together, I mean, it was the 80s. Well, no, it was actually the 90s. Sorry. So yeah, it was the the 90s and we were using tape cassettes. Our intro song is a song that um, I wrote back in, was it 10th or 11th grade? I think it was 11th grade.
1: That was the no. 94, 95-ish frame.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for pointing that out. Well, um,
1: <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to say you were old, but yeah. just saying you're old isn't enough. So I have to pinpoint those dates
0: yeah yeah um (laughs) so yeah actually i think i was a senior because uh i wrote it i I got detention for something i don't remember and i had a crush on a girl at the time and she was in my one french class and so that's i was in detention and i ended up writing this like lyrics and and everything and then that's how that whole thing even started and i know I, i went on a tangent here, but anyway, like our our theme song for the time being is a song that me, you, and was that Dan played on that? I have no idea, but, uh, yeah, it was
1: basically who was available that evening or that weekend, and yeah. who was going to be able to come over and hang out because I mean we had jay george Dan, Mike, a bunch of folks who would have come in and been able to play a bunch of different uh instruments because honestly, let's face it, besides Mike. And George, none of us were so good at our instruments that we couldn't be interchangeable.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like I was, I still am fucking awful at drums, but I'd be able to put the guitar down and go play drums and nobody would know the difference. You've, you've practiced basically every instrument that you own in the meantime. So if I I sat down and tried to play drums and you sat down and tried to play drums, I'm sure anybody with working eardrums would be able to tell the difference
0: yeah i mean i'm I'm far from good at any of the instruments my my whole thing I started at guitar and then I ended up when we decided the the first orientation of the band we were in tenth grade and we we're like we should get a band we should we should just start a band okay and then like uh I'd played guitar, and um another friend Matt played guitar, so like Jay decided to do drums, Brad said he'll do guitar. And Scott said he would sing. So we all went out and bought instruments. I I went to bass because my brother-in-law, Andrew, plays bass in in Pittsburgh, local scene. He's been playing forever. And his current band is 376, which is like the highway here. Is it 376 or 376? Yeah, 376. I'm pretty sure it's 376.
1: (laughs) Pittsburgh navigation. It's, yes, you're going up here on the Parkway North, and you're going to pass the McDonald's. It used to be a Walgreens. It used to be a Boscos. You know what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, that's where we're going to go.
0: Yeah, but first you go by the Unimart, and you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. So it's yeah, it's now um,
1: sheets up there.
0: It's now sheets, but oh my god, sheets is the best <laughs> fucking. There's something about okay, going to sheets and getting cheese sticks cheese sticks are like the best one of the best inventions ever i mean who doesn't like breaded things and cheese and when and deep it's fried. And melty oh yeah. yeah
1: deep fry everything
0: although i will say i did get an air fryer and i've been frying the shit out of everything now i make biscuits i'm putting fucking pierogies in there you know i'm like i'm buying like french fries and like i ended up getting like cauliflower puffs which I love Aldi as a as a um, grocery store. And I buy a lot of my groceries there. Most of my groceries there is fantastic. They're little flatbread pizzas. Like they're Mama Cozy's pizzas that are in like the the like cases or whatever. They are so good. And like I know like we used to crush them. You know, when you lived here, we, you know, we used to hang out like all the fucking time. And we would crush those fucking pizzas and then like okay what we go we need them fucking sheets run so we get up and it's like 9 30 10 o'clock and we're going to sheets to get fucking cheese sticks and uh Wisconsin uh, cheese curds curds, you know I mean we crushed that shit and I know we're all over the place here but thinking back to what we used to do when we had basically what we used to do with our time is it's evolved because like we we started out playing halo because we'd have land parties at my house with the xbox everyone would bring their xbox over i'm sorry at my apartment at the time yeah and we would end up playing halo i I only had like a two-bedroom apartment but we had Four people on a TV in the bedroom, four on the um in the living room, and then sometimes we even had another third TV that was in the kitchen. And we had like all these people playing Halo, like Halo 1 and Halo 2 just crushing it. No oh, yeah. You know, and then and then we got to the point where I don't remember which came first, if it was Guitar Hero or DDR, Dance Dance Revolution. I remember buying Dance Dance Revolution and and I'm like no one is going to want to play this with me. Everyone's going to like think I'm stupid or whatever, but I got it. And I remember getting the mats and, and setting everything up and we're like, okay, let's play. And I had the PlayStation two as well. So I had ended up getting, I had the first one for the original Xbox. And then I ended up getting two more, two or three more for the Xbox. And then I got the ones for a PlayStation two. And we would sit there and play uh dance dance revolution, which, I remember showing you the first time, like I had basically, what we usually did was go, everyone would come over my house or my apartment, like Fridays, Saturdays, when we weren't out doing other things, which we will get to later, (laughs) we would end up, you know, playing video games at my house and drinking and whatever. I remember bringing Dance Dance Revolution out. I'm like, guys, you got to try this. It's a workout. I know you'll think it's ridiculous, but it's so much fun. You got to try it. So was it, do you remember your first experience? With oh, okay.
1: it? oh yeah. I wanna... I remember being such a fucking skeptic. Dude, I'm not, I'm not getting up. You're not getting me up on that thing. I don't care. This is stupid. I'm not going to do it. Uh, I, I remember just being absolutely reluctant to get up. And then uh, th- <laughs> this was, so we we, I'm still, I still listen to edm but not as much as i did then mostly like a metal head now but yeah. still have some edm in the rotation uh, there was a a lot of them that were in that version of ddr and i just no, i'm not going to do this this is silly and then i finally did i think i got up there and i tried <laughs> one of them on easy and i was like elaine from seinfeld uncoordinated <laughs> And I think I immediately sat down and was like, "Fuck this! This is stupid. I hate everything about this."
0: Yes, that that, you. The thing is, you got up and like the song was on for like 20 seconds, and you're like one, two, three. You know, you're because okay, if you have never played Dance Dance Revolution, it's a music-based game where you're pressing the arrows with your feet on this mat, and and we're on carpet, so it's not as accurate, but I remember you getting up and you're just like, okay, I'm going to try this. And then it's like, boom, boom. And then boom, 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 boom. And you're hitting things and things aren't working. And it wasn't even like 20 seconds. You're like, fuck this, fuck this game. I'm fucking done with this shit.
1: Oh yeah. 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 And it was like the easiest of the easy too, because there were songs that if you watch people play them in Japan, you'll just wonder how people can move that quickly. Yes. And they'll like, Full star of them or whatever the the grading scale was. I forget what they are now, but it's insane. This was maybe a step every second and a half. Easiest of the easy. Nothing was registering. And
0: and the arrows were coming down slow. So it wasn't oh, like, yeah. like super. It wasn't slow. like it was really fast, so you had to like just move. This was just like boom. Boom. Yeah. And this is like, this
1: was grandma level slow.
0: Yeah. And it's, and you just see the arrows coming down and it's just like, you're waiting for it to happen. And it's just like, okay, it's almost, 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 almost,
1: almost. almost. and I still fucked it up
0: yes. repeatedly
1: still fucked it up. So yeah. Fast forward that. I think that same night I might've gotten up once or twice more because secretly deep down inside, I think I actually fucking enjoyed it, <laughs> but I wasn't about to admit it. Cause I was fucking terrible.
0: No, no one was going to admit to liking this game at all. No.
1: The next time you brought it out, like the next weekend, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go ahead and do it. And I gave it the honest college try then. (laughs) Uh, We realized, yeah, we had to reinforce the bottoms and stuff so that the carpet wouldn't deflate the sensors or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, once we got into Castles in the Sky or Subaru (sighs) or the fucking whistle song, (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm I'm on board. This is all right. And then to your earlier point of it being a workout from that point forward, not only did I enjoy it, I brought a fucking gym towel with me because (laughs) I would be pouring sweat with effort from this game.
0: Every Friday we would gather at my place. We'd start drinking and play DDR. And it wasn't just like, oh yeah, we did it. We'll do it. You know, this week and like two weeks later, three weeks later, we'll do it. No, it's like every fucking Friday. And it's like, we look forward to it and it's just like like i remember you went out and got the game and then the, you were practicing at home so like <laughs> we're, we're fucking we're fucking like we got, I mean, so it got serious it.
1: it got like we, serious shit man
0: we we were so close to pulling the trigger on getting metal pads
1: yeah i, I remember you know we were I, doing research on how much that would cost us
0: yeah we were and, and like we're broke motherfuckers so like you know we didn't have that kind of cash you know and, and it's just like man I fucking daydreamed about getting those fucking metal pads because I was like, oh man, this will be so fucking great because then we don't have to worry about the carpet and and then we can get the the bars on it. So like then we have the bars and then we don't have to worry about that shit either. We're not like falling over. I mean, especially because we're serious about this, but we're also serious about drinking. So we're not like giving and taking on one or the other. We're doing both and we're doing fucking hardcore. So like I I wish we would have gotten those metal pads because that would have been fucking awesome. But then again, they would have been limited to that system, and you know those systems don't last long. So yeah, because um,
1: like you said, we we moved on after that. Then from that point forward, it was rock band the whole time.
0: Yeah, we played the hell out of that. I still have all the instruments because like we do pull it out at times. It's been a while since we have. The last couple of times you were here, we didn't really play. But yeah, I, I ended up upgrading the drums from the kit that it came with to I got the Ion kit that it was an actual kind of drum brain that had like better sensors and, and they were like rubber pads rather than the like the cheap rubber ones that they that the system came with. And then I upgraded that to a full on drum kit. <laughs> so I actually have like a a Roland drum kit that I put together piece by piece td well i have a td25 now i had an alesis dm10 the switch the upgrade from the the alesis to the roland fucking light years it's streets ahead so streets ahead so yeah so that got me started to play drums a lot more because of all that i i playing all like i do tinker with all the instruments because we like we've i mean we've all you played guitar but i mean we would we do the whole switch off instruments and let's jam.
1: Yeah, that didn't go so well.
0: No, but <laughs> but it was, still, it was
1: entertaining. It just didn't go we, well.
0: But like getting back to like where we kind of started, I always wanted to be able to have all the instruments so we could record. I just never got the mixing board, but I do finally have all the instruments. I have the guitar, the bass, the drums. I have a microphone. I have a ukulele too. Nice. um, And and, and an acoustic guitar. So like, you know, I do want to like start recording stuff, but then of course my MacBook Pro dies. There's always some sort of difficulty. But I do miss playing, like, getting together and playing music, but also getting together and playing Dance Dance Revolution and Guitar Hero and Rock Band, because we, we fucking played the hell out of that. We went from playing DDR to Guitar Hero to Rock Band, and that was, like, what we did. Before that, we were playing Magic the Gathering.
1: Magic card tournaments, yes. Oh, even prior to that... It's about the same era as the Magic Card tournaments when we were diving into that realm. Laser Tag, brother. Do you remember those? Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't even remember where this place was because I, I never drove.
0: The, the one place that we went to a lot, I don't remember what it was called, but it was at least like 25, 30 minutes past South Hills Village. It was some big building. It was really cool. We yeah, had so arcade. much fun.
1: Yeah, they had arcade and Laser Tag. When you were waiting, you'd be able to sit there and play old school Mortal Kombat cabinets and yes. all kinds of stuff. It was basically a Chuck E. Cheese for-
0: Teenagers. All, yeah.
1: That I just happened to remember because of the, the blood incident and then going back and playing Magic the Gathering.
0: Okay. Elaborate the blood incident. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That can mean a lot of things. So we want to clarify.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, head wounds bleed considerably, and I know this for a fact, because at the time I was young and invincible, as all young men are at this stage. And jumping out of what is essentially a two-story window in order to snipe somebody who's running across the battlefield seemed like a good thing to do. Now, the battlefield, it might have actually been pretty small, but when you're in there and it's lit only by black lighting and some fluorescent paints to reflect stuff off the walls. It seems like it is huge. So I dive out the window. I may or may not have shot somebody and eliminated them from the round. I don't know because as I got up, I went to turn a corner, which was a series of heavy punching bags. So I turned the corner and there is our friend Mike four inches away from my face. (laughs) And in that kind of running motion, we had both brought our plastic guns up and that jams one of the corners into my cheek. At the time, I didn't think anything of it. It's dark. Adrenaline is running because I'm shooting people, you know? Nothing out of the ordinary happens until probably four or five minutes later. Because as we walked out from the battleground back into the ready room where lights are actually on and people can see i believe this was your girlfriend at the time turns white i may have been one of the first couple of people through the doorway and she was waiting in there because she didn't want to play she turns white and she stares at me as what happened and i'm like i think we won (laughs) no clue that anything was out of the ordinary. I think we won, no problem. As she's pointing at me. Okay, whatever. I turn around, I look right in the mirror, and I look like (laughs) Carrie. (laughs) Like somebody had dumped a fucking bucket of blood on my face from this tiny, tiny little cut. And five minutes of that bleeding unchecked led to (laughs) the shirt that I was wearing. My face just blood, just red and yeah. that's why she freaked out a little bit and all i did i wiped up held a, a kleenex or a napkin or something to my face and continued on with the night and playing magic The gathering at mike's place at his parents house well <laughs> into the wee hours of the evening and everybody was asking me oh do you want to go to the hospital do you want to get stitches do you want-? no i am a man i don't need health care <laughs> no so, no, I suffered with uh, holding a napkin up to my cheek. The scar is barely visible anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the moral of the story is, I don't know, fill in the blank. I have nothing.
0: The moral story is when you play hard, you get hard. Wait, no, that's not it. We played laser tag a lot. You know, for a, a period of time, we were going every, I don't know, every week, but at least every month.
1: Yeah, I think and, it was like a once a month deal.
0: And it was cool because that place... The building, so the area, the play area was was padded, you know, the wrestling mats type padding or whatever. Yeah. But they also had, yeah, gym padding. And they had these ramps at the back or the front that like kind of went up. And then there was like a platform up top. And so technically you could jump off of that. Yeah,
1: that's what I did. (laughs) Yeah, the second floor. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And, you know, thinking about it now, like now they would not be able to do that.
1: Oh, it's a fucking crazy liability. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's such a liability, and and, and I I just remember that the atmosphere of everything was just really cool. It was a lot of like cool hiding places, and like you could snipe from the top and everything, and it was just so much fun. I miss doing that. And actually, it's funny because when Toys R Us closed, they had a sale on all of their inventory, and I ended up getting those recoil uh, laser tag guns. I got about I think a total of twelve guns and two. Uh, grenades and like we're supposed to get together sometime and have an all-out laser tag war but you know and I've been trying to do this for like two years now but like no one can get we can, it, you know it's when you get older like it's really hard to get people together because everyone is so invested in so many other things that it's hard to like have the close friendships that you did once before because it's, that's all you did you hung out and yeah, so it's been really hard because like people get married, have kids, all the shebang stuff. And I have a cat.
1: Great, <laughs> <laughs> right, great, right. Yeah. People, people get married, people have kids, people, I don't know, move to a different fucking state.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> assholes. So yeah. So it's really hard to get people together to play. And I really want to play. And the thing is like, I don't know if it's still supported or not. So even if they're not supported, at least I'll have some cool cosplay guns. Yeah, there you Be- go. Because I cosplay everybody, sarcasm. I've never really cosplayed, so I was never really into that.
1: I've Uh, never cosplayed either, but I like to see the folks that do because the level of effort and enthusiasm that goes into those kind of outfits, mm -hmm. absolutely amazing. And you'll see a lot of them with video game characters, some now D&D characters, which is a big, big thing, especially when you're talking like the dressing up as the critical role, the yes. critters. video games, books, sometimes like the Game of Thrones stuff, movies and things, they put their heart and soul into a lot of these things. Instagram is an amazing place to go and see these kind of creations. Oh, so yeah. you, I mean, you can see like the digests where there's a specific uh, cosplay world or something like that. I don't know if that's an actual thing, but like they go and they have somebody curate 6,000 different people's images and they put like their best ones up there. So you get kind of a variety and then Mm -hmm. you start following individual people because you've seen them and you're like, that was an incredible outfit. And they're wearing these things that are like full on wool felt outfits in the middle of South Florida heat and nearly passing out, but they look fucking spectacular. (laughs) So, I never really had that sort of enthusiasm for any kind of fictional character before. So I don't know if I'd be able to pick a character that I would like to play. I don't like the attention that comes with appearance for me. So I wouldn't be... I'd feel weird about having pictures taken of me because of that stuff. I don't have any crafting skills or sewing skills or any of that stuff. And then because there are so many things that I kind of like and enjoy, but I'm not overly enthusiastic about, I'd probably get stuck with like choice paralysis. Which one do I go as? Which one should I choose? Which one should I work on? And then I'd start putting together a plan for one. And then, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, somebody would dangle shiny keys in front of me and I'd be like, ooh, this is shiny too. And I'd go off and I'd forget everything that I just did, basically in an endless cycle of wasting time. Mm -hmm. Which is not to say that I don't do that now because, oh, holy shit, do I waste a whole lot of
0: time. Yeah but we, we wasted time <laughs> we wasted so much time just before recording this because of the fucking stu- stupid uh t-mobile at&t sprint bullshit that's happening so
1: right but bo- <laughs> we're both sitting at each end of a computer twiddling our thumbs waiting for the other one to respond for an hour so yeah, yeah. but uh, all said and done yeah the cosplay stuff holy shit hats off to the folks that really enjoy that because that is a lot of work a lot of dedication and it ends up being really cool
0: yeah i I mean i really appreciate the work that people put into it just crazy skills that they they sewed together this outfit that looks like film ready and and then the makeup and stuff that they do. So it's not just like designing the the costume and everything, but it's also putting on the makeup and the other little attributes, you know, like rings, necklaces, belts, whatever.
1: Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Accessorizing weapons. everything. Yeah.
0: All the accessories. I, I mean, I was never into it. I mean, I appreciate all of it. I was never into it because I know that I would never be able to pull off anything that caliber. And I would and that bothers me because I am somewhat of a perfectionist, even though I'm, I'm a lazy perfectionist. <laughs> It's like, I want it to be perfect, but I also want my time back. So I will get to a certain point and it's just like, fuck it. So, so I wouldn't be able to put together an outfit that I really enjoyed 100% like, ah, this is this is what I want to do. And that's like you, it's like, I wouldn't be able to choose just one. So it's like, what am I gonna do? Oh no, what do I do? oh no. It's like, no, I don't want to do that, so.
1: Mm-hmm. I just don't start at all where I think it's so daunting to even get started because if I do, then I'll want to do everything associated with it. I'm realizing that is a shit way to go through life, never starting anything because I'm afraid of how deep that rabbit hole goes, which is why I'm still waiting for my fucking voiceover microphone.
0: (laughs) It it will be here, but it'll be here for next episode. I hope so. I mean, you still sound good. I mean, it's not like the first Two episodes before I had a mic, like I sounded like ass. I know it sounds I sound better than I did before. So
1: I know. Mean. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was I was recording both of our stuff through my phone. So and no way were any of us sounding good through those first couple of podcasts. And yet no. people still listened. And now you have your microphone and I'm on a gaming headset right now, which is doing an okay job, especially when I dick around with it in Audacity to make it sound a little bit better. I'm excited to not have any excuses as to why I sound terrible. <laughs> like, like, I'll have the equipment. This is stuff that actual real people, professionals use to make money. At this point, I have no more fucking excuses. So I have to force myself to, okay, uh, now I have to go through the acting ability. I have to hone the craft. I've got to get out there and start uh, online improv or online voice acting classes or working with a coach because everything else is, I'm not, I'm not playing with the handicap anymore.
0: So I look forward to the day when you're, you have a real mic and I could just be like, you know what? You just sound like shit today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like uh, this,
1: this, it can mask. And like, maybe I can blame it on the microphone as to why I sound terrible. But yes. no, at some point, hopefully near in the future, you'll be able to discern when I actually sound good and when I sound like fucking rancid
0: ass. How does rancid ass sound? Because like, wouldn't that be more of a smell?
1: Oh, well, okay. Okay. So, so let's, let's run with this. Let's go ahead and run with this specific topic.
0: Okay. For our rancid podcast. ass. Yes. Okay. Because okay. First, first off, the title of this episode has to be rancid ass. Okay.
1: That's pretty much every one of our episodes. Okay. So the reaction you get when you smell what you think of as rancid ass, all right? Take that feeling, internalize it, make it your own. That that is what my voice can sound like, rancid ass. That (laughs) feeling, that, that repulsiveness that you feel emanating through your entire body. When I speak, that's how you feel. Well, wait, wait, I shouldn't say that. That, no. But
0: but wait, there's more?
1: No, no, no. Like, that's tanking my fucking career before it even gets started. I don't want anybody to think, hey, that Tony guy, he sounds like rancid ass. Like, that's not my fucking tagline.
0: Well, maybe that's what you should go for. (sighs) Hi, I'm Tony, and I sound like Like rancid rancid ass. ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this went well.
0: Yeah, well, you know. It's hard to get back. It's hard to come back from rancid ass. <laughs> no yeah, matter how, you, no matter smell, sound, taste.
1: No, stop. <laughs> no.
0: Okay. On that note, I would like to segue into a new segment, which I like to call the point.
1: Oh, we're getting to the point. The point. Tell me, Andy, it's- what is the point?
0: Imagine in your head right now that there is some polka music playing in the background. Okay, got it. So um, the point is, I figured since we are called Matt, we should talk about at least one Pittsburgh-specific thing, like, each episode. And we kind of hit that a little bit in some of our previous ones, like when we talked about um, Primanti Brothers, mm. which, <laughs> which we didn't... Necessarily I like so
1: much as Smash.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hey, we didn't say everything. We're bringing it real. Not everything about Pittsburgh is it's like hunky dory, wonderful, beautiful, whatever. Okay, I love the city, but it has its faults.
1: So, like all oh, the seedy uh, underbelly of Pittsburgh and its culinary scene.
0: Yes, Permane Brothers is not. <laughs> Permane <laughs> Brothers does not get. I would say it gets one pierogi out of a five pierogi scale.
1: That is generous.
0: And Because with hot sauce, okay, if you have Red Hot or Cholula, like, okay, first off, Cholula, that is the sauce to go to when you're applying the hot sauce. That, that for me, is it. But anyway, when you have Permani Brothers, because when you come to Pittsburgh, you should at least try it. So you know, no, you should try it because we don't want to be the people that tells people what to do. Make the decision on your own. But we're telling you first (laughs) to avoid that you don't have to have it because it tastes like rancid ass. Okay. okay.
1: Uh, all right. I'm with you there. We okay. will. I will vehemently argue against people going to eat that food. Hey. But the choice, the choice is theirs. And I will support their choice to yes. go and pollute their intestines. It's
0: we are amazing. all inclusive for whatever decision it is.
1: But I will warn you to not make the mistake that many others have made. It's your choice to continue making that mistake or
0: not. But if you are going to have it, make sure you douse it with hot sauce first, because otherwise it's just rancid ass. So, The Point is, well for those of you who know nothing about Pittsburgh, we have a place in Pittsburgh called The Point. It is the confluence of the Allegheny Monongahela, which form into the Ohio River. It's where uh, Fort Pitt was. <laughs> Whenever I say Fort Pitt, it's usually Fort Pitt Tunnel, or you know, whatever. So it's like, yeah. So it's, it's there. there is a Fort Pitt Museum that's right around there too. And Pittsburgh is a pretty important place. A lot of Amazing and wonderful and important things have happened here and this segment is to just highlight some of those things so yeah I would say since we've, we've talked about it recently we should mention a place that's all near and dear to our hearts for those of us who were born and raised in the South Hills and I know we just abandoned it, this whole fucking podcast is just a bunch of abandoned ideas
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: because we just go on something and then we talk and then we stop and then we go on something else and like I'm I'm sure people were sitting there wondering from the beginning. It's like, what was that? What, okay, the, the song that is your theme song. Like, what is that? Who? What's it about? Whatever. Maybe another time. Yeah. You know, maybe wasn't, another time. Wasn't
1: this podcast supposed to be talking about some stupid fucking YouTube video that you guys did too that we haven't talked about in like six episodes?
0: Yes. Okay. Well, you know, this is a work in progress, people. We are trying. <laughs> <laughs> we're, okay. Try,
1: we're trying so, hard, so we're, hard. We're
0: trying. We're trying so hard. Anyway, the um, point, the point, the point, the point is, okay, what we're going to talk about today is a place that's near and dear to our hearts growing up in the South Hills, and that would be Century Three Mall.
1: Well, it was called Century Three Mall.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay. It is now defunct. It was built in 1979 on an old slag hill. There wasn't much in the South Hills, in that part of the South Hills at the time. And then the Bartlows built this mall, Edward J. DeBartlow. I know that because... They also owned the San Francisco 49ers, which is one of the, my favorite football teams when I liked football. And they also ended up owning uh, the Penguins for a while. So anyway, Century 3 Mall was built, and it added this fucking monument of consumerism.
1: Consumerism!
0: <laughs> it was just this awesome place growing up in the 80s and 90s. There wasn't much to do, but like, okay, like we go to the mall. So, I mean, my first job was at the mall. No, was it? Yeah, it was Spencer Gifts, wasn't it? Yeah, Spencer Gifts. No, no, my first job was uh, um, Shop and Save. My second job was Spencer Gifts. We ended up going out to the mall and just, we were mall rats. Like, so the movie Mall Rats by Kevin Smith, that was us. We it were- was
1: a documentary.
0: Yes, I wasn't Silent Bob or Jay, but maybe we were, um, what's the guy, I Can't See the Picture? The sailboat.
1: Yeah. Ethan
0: Ethan, Ethan Sluppy, Sluppy. Sluppy. <laughs> Ethan yeah. Sluppy? Yeah. Ethan, Ethan Sl. Ethan Ethan Slurpy. So so yeah, we'd go out there, just walk around, and it was just to like see who else is out there and giggle at girls. It was just awesome. It was just Don't a great the place arcades. to go. They had the arcades.
1: Like multiple um, arcades and they were spectacular until yes. consoles came in and made that obsolete.
0: Yeah they had your your basic stores you know there wasn't anything really special but it had this atmosphere and just being there was just so i don't know you felt alive as a kid going to this place because like i mean i'd never seen anything like this before and and like they have elevators you know glass elevators and and there's a merry-go-round and that mall has gone downhill for a long period of time it was like the place to go and then it just can't it just kept going downhill and then like it's finally closed i'm pretty sure i'm like 99.9 percent sure it's closed
1: yeah there was like one of the bigger department stores that was the last hanger on there everything else inside had closed down it's not about Century 3 specifically, but there is a series on Hulu. It's like Abandoned, I think is what it was called. Yes,
0: I did watch that. Okay. And that I was, that was actually, awesome.
1: I was hoping that they would mention uh Century 3 specifically because it seems like that was the perfect representative for what they were trying to get across, but there were some other places in Ohio and
0: Ohio, um,
1: in like Indiana, the heartland, rust belt areas that had the exact same scenario happen more of a variety
0: of abandoned malls
1: that place the number of times we would go out there just to speed by and stop in the record store pick
0: record store cds there was babbage's yeah babbage's Babbage's was a game shop and then it turned into was it eb because there was like i thought there was two there was babbage's and eb games and then and then they both became GameStop, didn't they
1: well, yeah, GameStop kind of put them out of business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there were the two of them because they had the exact same games on their walls, but you'd have to go in and see both for whatever reason. Yeah. And there were three different record stores. There was Waves on the third floor, um, National Record, national record somewhere mark. in there. And I forget what the third one was. It's unimportant because it's not there now they had uh, that kind of big central area where you're talking about with the uh, elevator wicks and sticks, which wicks was just this weird store that I never saw anybody go into. And I certainly never went into, but it had always been there. Like it was a mob front or something. Cause mm-hmm. there's no other reason for it to ever exist. No. Um, and directly across the way was the, the nut shop or whatever that had a big barrel of red pistachios right out front that, as you're walking by you just snag like a handful of. Yeah. The number of afternoons stop by at the arcade and, you know, waste a roll of quarters. And then of course go into Spencer's and see all the sex toys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh funny story. I can't remember. I think it was like ninety six. Ninety five. Maybe it was ninety-five or six. I can't remember. I worked at um Spencer Gifts and then I worked at the Halloween store when they would open for a while and that was like one of my favorite jobs because basically you go into work, you dress up in costume because you basically can wear any costume in the place. So I would grab one the co- one costume or whatever and put it on. The one time I picked Princess Leia costume of her in the white dress with the buns and, and from A New Hope. So I picked sure. that and so I'm walking around Uh, a six-foot-two Princess Leia, bearded Princess Leia. Nice.
1: There's an image for you.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. There are no pictures of it, I do not believe. There was, I can't remember what year it was, we had a blizzard. And I was, I think I was working there at the time, but my girlfriend at the time was working there. And the place was dead, and there was so much stuff. was closing and whatever, but, you know, they had to stay open, and the roads weren't great. And I had a shitty car. I think that was the 1986 Chrysler New Yorker. Lovely car. So I think I had that. And I went out there to pick her up. And we ended up, since there was no one there, and she was the manager at the time, we ended up having sex in the back room. (laughs) Yeah, that happened. There you go. Anyway, that mall... (laughs) um, Memories. that, That mall has... A lot, of, a lot of things that happened there. I don't know about you, but like, I'm sad to see it go, but at the same time, I would be okay if I never stepped foot in the South Hills again, so yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess I, I gotta agree. There was a whole lot of memories that were made there. Um, it was a big part of growing up, especially, like I said, with the the nostalgia on that is pretty strong.
0: Uh. <laughs> I'm leaning against the table. In my knee, just made that, uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm like, I swear I'm not farting. <laughs> All right, well, that I thought, you know, on that note, we should probably end this. So uh, before we do that, I would like to give a shout out to um, the Failures and Fakes podcast, which is a podcast. From three members three ex-members of the ongoing concept and uh, their one brother. So I want to give a shout out to Parker, Kyle, TJ, and Cooper for thanks for the the like and the follow. And I am like 10 episodes in and I am looking forward to the rest. They've been doing this since December. Um, I really like it and um, thank you for liking ours. So um, I hope everyone has a fucking great weekend. I hope it's beautiful and people get out to play disc golf and swim and do whatever. So back to you, Tony.
1: Wonderful. Consider whatever done and we'll see you next Thursday.